Today's episode is brought to you by Baba G DIY Edible Kits. Hey, you looking for some, some mixer, for some candy, for some edibles? Maybe you got a, a little medicine you want to mix in, but you don't have a, a good vehicle to consume it. Maybe, maybe you got a little vodka you want to put in there. Maybe you got go-to cola. Or maybe you have a little hash oil, right? Put it in here. Uh, in these molds they got in this mix, it's going to taste delicious. You're going to have, uh, uh, it looks like it's fresh out of the store. Again, that's Baba G DIY Edible Kits. Go to OregonBaba.com. Again, that's OregonBaba.com. All right, let's go to the podcast. Hi, welcome to the Hey Okay. Ha. Happy hour with MP Snyders. I'm your host, MP Snyders. You can call me Matt. You can call me Matthew. You can call me Matt Paul. You can call me Matthew Paul. You can call me Al. I don't give a fuck. Just let me uh, call you my bodyguard or whatever the song is. Hey, how you doing? How are you on this Wednesday? Uh, if you're new to the podcast... All two of you who are new, um, this I, I just want you right now to take your uh, expectations, take them, right? You're holding them, and I want you to to bring them lower down towards your knees, maybe down to the floor, okay? Because what you're hearing is not a well-produced, uh, thought-out project by a professional broadcaster no no now i was a journalist at one time but i was a print i was one of those nerds that sat in dark rooms um hellishly typing to meet a deadline um which is what you do when you procrastinate you've all written essays you know how it goes um how are my sound levels fuck hey uh sorry for this i'm gonna raise the, the volume here a little bit it's gonna be a little different maybe not at any point, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Now that the uh, the week is is half over, um, Wednesday, it's two Wednesdays to go till Christmas. Um, only reason I know that is because your boy just had a birthday. Oh, happy birthday to me! Um, happy thirty six, thirty six. Uh, shout out to to the who who uh, hung out with me. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, probably not even listen to this. Doesn't matter. But um, thirty six Wednesday, thirty thirty six years old is like the Wednesday morning of your life, right? I don't know where this is going. I'm gonna try to hash this out. Let's say your 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 life is a week. You're born on Sunday, right? First day of the week is Sunday. So from ages zero to five would be Sunday. Nothing to do, no work. You're just literally playing in puddles, digging in mud. And then you go off to school at age five or four, however the fuck old kids are nowadays when they go to, to school. That would be Monday. So what would be Monday? Monday would be from age five to uh, what? I guess all of school. Do you hear that fucking raindrop 
God damn it. Do I need to redo this podcast? Is this going to be a big distraction here in this little, these that little patter of uh, raindrops? You know what? Fuck it. It can't. It can't be that distracting. So your life is a week, right? It's a week. Sunday you're a child. Monday, let's say it's till eighteen. Tuesday, young adulthood from the ages of eighteen. Uh, so yeah. So now I'm in my mid thirties. Once you get to your mid upper thirties, it's the middle of the week. It's time to get shit done, right? You're in the thick of it. You're in the thick of the of the productive work week. Because you got to look at the weekend. You're looking forward to the weekend, which is what? That'd be retirement. So Friday, wait, so 30s, Wednesday, th- Wednesday, th- 30s, Thursday, 50s, Friday, Friday, 60s, and then you got your weekend. Nothing to do. Time to relax. And if you're lucky, you get a nice long weekend. Maybe it goes into the next week. Um, that just wastes everybody's time. Probably. But at least I didn't waste a week. So if you if you get to 65 there... Now, who the fuck retires at 65 anymore? Is that a thing of the past? God knows my uh, parents' generation, they're not retiring at 65. It seems like everybody either retires at like 79 or 41 anyway that's where i'm at it's wednesday morning of my life does that does that sound depressing i didn't mean it to sound depressing you know what i mean though it's a good time it's a good part of the week being your 30s right um christmas christ mass you got your christmas shopping done are your Hanukkah shopping, whatever it is. What is it, eight days, eight nights, nine days? Got your Kwanzaa shopping, whatever the fuck. Yahtzee, whatever thing you're celebrating. I hope you're having a good holidays. Holiday. Holiday. Um, are we still doing the Santa Claus thing? Is that? I don't have a kid. Uh, no kids for me. So I don't, I'm not put in that position of, of having to lie to my children's face. How do you fuckers do it? How do you guys sit your kids down, look them right in the eye, and just fucking lie? <laughs> the whole Santa Claus thing. Jesus. Do you, like, look away? Do you at least, like, cross your fingers? God damn it. Now, I don't have kids, so I, there's nothing more annoying. I know. There's nothing more annoying than uh, a person with no chillin' talking shit about how to raise chillin'. I get it. It's annoying. Okay? So I won't do that. Let's make a deal. I won't tell you how to how to take care of your children if you don't tell me how to take care of myself. Fair enough? Fair enough. So, so don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not telling you how to raise your kids. Do whatever the hell you want. Do whatever you want. I'm just saying. Maybe maybe reconsider the whole Santa Claus lie thing. Maybe just take a step back and analyze what we're doing psychologically to each generation where we thrust upon them this really kind of creepily well thought out lie. Like it's got it's it's got a fucking backstory and like El- it's it's really deep the uh, the level we go to with the Santa Claus fairy tale and 
you know what I just realized? Last week I did that contrarian corner. I used the wrong example. I, I brought up the, uh, you know, the whole priest with the, he can, he can do a magic, he can turn corn wafer into Jesus's flesh, right? Even though I've never seen him do a card trick. I've never seen him pull a rabbit out of a hat or never seen any of that shit, but he can do that. Um, actually the first example of that, I should go back further to second grade, something like that, first first or second grade, in Brandon, South Dakota, okay, and I was, I was on to this Santa Claus scoop early, I knew there was something afoot, the story that we were being fed by the grown-up establishment didn't add up, right, I mean, just basic logic, like, all right, how the hell does this guy get around to every single home in the span of, what, 18 hours, accounting for time change? The, how, like, logistically, how the fuck does that work? And how he, these toys are being made by elves? Fuck you. Like, I know a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figure uh, when I see it. It wasn't made by some goddamn Norwegian dwarf. That shit was made in a Chinese factory... Uh, by Playmates Corporation, and it was bought in a fucking KB toy store. The fuck? This none of that. Uh, you gotta feed cookies. Like how many, how many metric tons of cookies did this jolly guy eat? So I was a skeptic from the very get go. I was a I was a Santa Claus truther, and my birthday's December six, right? I think that's jolly. What the fuck's his name? Saint Nick. Is that, is that Santa Claus? Is that the same dude? Or are they like brothers? Um, I got the same birthday as that fucking Saint Nick. Um, I'm sorry for saying the F word. I got I to gotta cut back on that. But, you know, Saint Nick. So I got a, a December 6th birthday. So I come in second grade. Um, you know, classmates wrote me birthday cards. Very thoughtful. I think the teacher probably had them do it. So I'm in the good graces. I'm in the good graces of my classmates. I feel now is the is the time to lay the truth, the cold hard truth of the Santa Claus uh, story on them. And, and what do you think happened? Do, do you think I was believed? Of course not. Why would they believe me, a fellow second grader, and and not even a native of, of the of the? This is Brandon, South Dakota. Uh, this isn't my native area. I'm a I'm a, my family, my kin was from across the border there in Iowa. So they got, they're not going to believe some Iowa kid coming in telling you that, that Santa Claus is a lie, that your parents have been lying to you. So of course they, they said, well, come on, Matt, don't be ridiculous. Everybody's in on it. Everybody, all the grownups, all of them, our parents, the teachers, the priest, the preachers, the pastors, um, the media. Yeah, yeah, Matt. Everybody's in on it. You couldn't keep something like that a secret. Like, it would get out if the entire Santa Claus story was a, a lie. Uh, I'm like, well, but it is out, I would say. It is out, but you're not believing it when it's out. Right? It's out. I'm we know. This is. Come on, just think about it. It doesn't make any sense. No, they say. Then they had, they'd give me evidence, counter evidence. One kid said he saw 
boot prints in the snow leading up to the roof or some shit. Then the kid said he left two Chips Ahoy cookies there and one cookie was gone. Half the other cookie was missing and the milk, glass of milk, was noticeably lower. So, of course, I said, that was your parents. He's like, that's all. My parents wouldn't do that to me. My parents would not sit me down, look me in the eye, and lie to me. That was, that's just a truth or, or, or a concept that no healthy kid is going to entertain. Right? Now the kid said he was aware of some radar service that would show the location of Santa Claus' sleigh or some bullshit. And he's like, yeah, you really think the Air Force, the fucking government military is going to make this up, Matt? You think they're going to go to that length to make this story up? And then they said, why? Why would they make this story up? And I told them, what do you mean why would they make it up? It's for social control. They want to control our behavior, right? I mean, they get off scot-free. They get off, off what are they, outsource all the uh, disciplinary and shit on some fictional fantasy character, right? Going to scare us into submission, telling us the motherfuckers are watching us at all times. You better watch out. You better. All the time. I told them, they ain't watching us. They can't say shit right now. You can do or say say shit. I dare you. Shit. Oh, you're not going to get a sleigh for Christmas. Say, fuck you. You're going to get a sleigh because there's no God. Your parents aren't here to listen to you swear. You think that you think they got tabs on you from some bearded motherfucker? Come on, guy. We're in second grade now. We're going to be doing uh, multiplication tables in like a year. We can be believing in fucking Santa Claus. And they they wouldn't have it. They said, Matt, what you just told us is the craziest, most well-thought-out conspiracy theory we've ever heard. Good day, sir. And I was, I was left alone in my second-grade desk, staring at my, at my uh, drawing of Santa Claus with, with little cotton balls for his beard, saying, This fucker doesn't even exist. So why the fuck are we doing this to kids, huh? Why are we doing this to kids? What's the purpose of it? Please explain to me. I'm, I'm open. I'm open to explanations why we need to systematically lie to children. All right? I'm, I'm open to, to the benefits. I'm open to the benefits. I'm just wondering if you're aware of the costs. Because most of us, I think a lot of people suppress or repress the memory of finding out Santa Claus doesn't exist. Because... They really make the whole Christmas, if you're under five, everything's about Santa Claus. They make you sit on the fucker's lap, tell you, tell you what you want. Everything's about Santa, everything's about Santa Claus. You're like, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, every fucking thing. And then one day you find out it's all bullshit and that weirdo in class was, was onto something. What does that do psychologically to each generation? At the very least, it has to plant seeds of distrust. At the very least. Right? But we do that. What's the benefit? Why do we do it? And you might say tradition. Tradition, you say. To which I say, what the fuck does that even mean? What does tradition mean? Tradition to me just means dead people's mistakes. Right? I don't want to repeat living people's mistakes. Why would I want to repeat dead people's mistakes? Right? What, some, some asshole lied to his kid in 1783, and so now I gotta lie to my kid in fucking 2020? Fuck you. You know what? 
Fuck you. How about that? How about that? Hey, I got your fairy tale bullshit story right here. Get the fuck out of here with your lying ass. You can sit there pretend I'm the weirdo, like you got the moral high ground because you choose to lie to your kids. I'm the asshole because I don't lie. Is that what you're telling me? Let's make sure I got this right here. The right thing to do is to lie to our kids because everybody else does it and we don't want to be abnormal. Get the fuck out of here with your Santa. The more I think about it, the goofier it is. Well, you can't discipline your own kids. Why don't you just tell them the truth that the presents come from you because you're the fucking parent and they depend on you for shit. And if they fuck up, you're gonna, it's, it's their ass from your end. You gotta fucking put it on some omnipresent, obese, cookie obsessed, Arctic dwelling slave driver. He's got fucking dwarf slaves. I think in the Netherlands they're black. They got like fucking black faced dwarfs. The whole thing is sick. The whole thing reeks of European weirdness. I, the, whole, the whole Santa Claus thing just reeks of social control, like early childhood conditioning. So we believe in more fairy tales when we're grown up and we've been traumatized by the Santa Claus thing. We don't want to go through it again. So we believe the Santa Claus stories, government propaganda pumps us in our adolescence adulthood and beyond does this does this shit make any fucking sense maybe not maybe not but maybe 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 there's something there again do what you want raise your kids however you want i don't care what do other people do where are my muslims at what do you guys do you guys make up stories to your kids about the jews what do you guys do what other Buddhists? By the way, I was in a coffee shop today um, in uh, South Philly. Little like little corner, little brick in the wall, hole in the wall coffee shop. You know, they're they're being like uber progressive. So they had a sign that says uh, "We stand by," and then it listed you know a bunch of groups. And I get what they're going for. You know, the the groups they listed. Are, are traditionally marginalized groups, for lack of a fucking better word, you know. So like, we stand with uh, Muslim people, LGBTQ people. It said just women, just no, nothing, just women. And it said uh, Jewish people, and then it said immigrants, and it said maybe one or two more, but it didn't say anything about Buddhists. Nothing about Buddhists or Hindus, for that matter. So I go to the barista. I go, what, what do you guys got against Buddhists? Clearly joking, right? Clearly a twinkle in my eye. I'm just motioning to the side. What do you guys got against Buddhists? This lady, I mean, she, she just assumed I, the worst. Um, like, I was serious. Like, I was genuinely offended that they didn't include Buddhists. And I guess they had women, so that would include women Buddhists. So I guess technically it was just Buddhist men not included. Right, and Christians weren't listed either. But you know, that's kind of if I if I went that route, she would have had me pegged for like a mega guy. So I was coming at her with a well, think about it, because Buddhists and Hindus are like what twenty five percent of the world's population, maybe more. I don't know. India is pretty big. You know, lots of parts of China, pretty big country. Buddhist, right? How the fuck? I hate this like virtue signaling. Pat ourselves on the back with the sign. Look how inclusive we are, and you're gonna leave out 25% of the fucking world population. Either be totally inclusive or don't mention it, 
right? Because if you didn't mention that sign, I would just assume every, you stand by everybody. Who doesn't stand by everybody? It's what decent human beings do. Why you got to go out of your way to claim, we stand by so-and-so? Just stand by them. Why do you got to talk about it? Everybody's just fucking talking, talking, talking. I do this. I do that. I stand with... Why don't you just stop talking about it? Just fucking do it. How about I see a picture of you standing there instead of you telling me how you fucking stand there? It's almost as if people don't give a fuck about real change. They just want to be seen as somebody that is part of that. It's almost as if people are concerned about their image online. No, not us. Not people. <sighs> Again, the soapbox is getting a little rickety. I think I heard it snap. Uh-oh. Better get off the soapbox. Okay, I'm stepping off. Stepping off the soapbox. And as I step off, let me pause real real quick here. One second. All right, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I just had to pause because I want to wait for this damn rain to stop. I don't know. if I guess I've never listened to a podcast where they had rain in the background. Uh, if it sucks, I'll maybe I'll redo it. Ah, fuck it. I'll put it up anyway. Um, all right. That about cut. We're going to cut this one short again. I don't think I even made a half hour this week, but whatever. You guys have a wonderful week. Uh, we'll see you next week, and take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.